Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. Coming up, a BOFC Live conversation with Teresa Roberts. She is chair of the board of Merrillwell. They are a grower on the shores of Lake Erie in Wheatley, Ontario. Teresa, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, as I have you here, uh, I'm looking at uh, drone shots of a beautiful farm in Wheatley, Ontario. Tell me what I'm looking at. You are looking at eight acres located on uh, Lake Erie, uh, as you said, in Wheatley. And um, we have, that was last year's grow that we had going out there. You'll see the larger building is our processing facility and, um, and the acres where all the magic happens. It, it, it looks like magic from a drone shot. <laughs> I think everything looks great from a drone shot, but it, but it also, uh, it's super pic, pic, picturesque. Uh, right on the sort of shores of Lake Erie. Tell us about sort of the how and why sort of this is part of what you're doing at Marywell. Um, well, we came upon um, Marywell a few years back. The initial um, founder was looking for investors and that's how I got involved. And, um, you know, you're familiar with the industry. It's not an easy industry to break into. Um, and it's, it's got its challenges as far as um, applications and then the cost involved in doing it. So the initial thought was greenhouse and uh, uh, me and a, and a few partners and friends got together and said, it's a beautiful area. Why not downscale, make it a little more affordable. Let's do an outdoor grow and um, walk before we run. We'd love to see the greenhouse come, but we need you know, some income <laughs> coming from it. So we decided to do outdoors and the, you know, get the processing building going and, and just get it up and running and, and grow um, slowly, a controlled, slow, profitable grow. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I mean, it really is cool. Yeah, um, uh, and then tell us sort of uh, when you got the license, where you are today as we sit in mid-April of 2021. Talk, talk a little bit about the licensing process because of course this is a seasonal thing because it's an outdoor grow. Yeah, yes, it is definitely. So um, the process with Health, with Health Canada um, uh, took some some time as, as you know, does anything and um, I, I don't know that I can blame COVID on it because we had our application in um, prior to that, but not much prior to that. So we didn't receive our cultivation and processing license until June 12th as an outdoor grow that left us, you know, a little bit of limited time um, to get things going, but everyone jumped in, um, the, all the staff, all the teams, some shareholders, we were all there planting and, and getting it ready to go. And um, so, so we did, we, you've seen the drone shots. That was last year, as I said, we have um, almost five acres of grow um, facility available to us, harvested, ran it through our processing building, um, you know, drying, um, bucking all the, the terminology that I'm still learning. But, uh, but we did it and we learned from, from our first year, 
We're ready and amped up already for this year. We have plants in vegetative state, seeds on the go, um, and just submitted our sales license application two weeks ago today. So I'm trying to be realistic, but I, I really hope that we can see that uh, sales amendment in our hands on time for this fall for the harvest. That'd be great. And tell yeah. us a, a little bit about sort of, um, we've seen lots of interest on the consumer side and certainly from producers like you and, and very fewer as, as in picturesque areas as you are. Like, is there a plan for like Farmgate retail? Absolutely, absolutely. I love the idea of Farmgate um, for educational purposes. It's, um, it has its challenges as far as documentation and paperwork and all those normal issues that we go through in this industry. Um, but, but I think it will be nice to be able to stand across the counter from a consumer and talk to them about what we do, talk to them about our genetics and educate the consumer. Um, and they want, I really think they want to be, they want to learn more. It's becoming more and more acceptable, which is great. And the medicinal um, aspects of cannabis are are wonderful and the conversations are happening all the time. Yeah, it really is something. And, and we talked to a grower in Santa Cruz, California. So also in an agricultural area and they have, they have a huge, huge greenhouses that are actually not near their store, but in their store, they have a relatively small indoor grow and they call it their grow room showroom, um, which is great. But, but people like you that have outdoor grows and have a sort of farm gate, well, people will be, it'll be nearly impossible to get closer to the cultivation and the buying that it's somewhere like, like at Merriwell. Yes, I think so. I think so. We, um, we also this year are um, implementing a, a very large space for companion plants, um, trying to be as organic and sustainability as possible. So we'll be putting in these plants that will attract the right, um, you know, pests to deter them from the cannabis plants and also the right plants that'll attract pests to um, pollinate, help pollinate the cannabis plants. So um, we'd love to be able to share with the community herb, free herbs and flowers and um, everything that we can give back to the community. I love it. I love it. And, and um, in my mind, I'm, I'm planning sort of Southern Ontario road trips uh, to see the farms, to see the farm gate retail, because um, I think we've all spent enough time in. We're also <laughs> looking for what the time we can spend out and going to, I mean, obviously going to cannabis farms is a, is a good trip almost any time, but, but it does, it, it does seem to me and me, uh, not knowing you, but like the right time, the right sort of positioning, the right location, uh, quite literally, um, in terms of geography. And it just, it, it seems like there will be this um, consumer eager to go, obviously this year, but also in future years where this will become, especially where you are sort of, you know, like a, like a tourist stop. Yes, yes, I really hope so. The municipality has the Talbot Trail Initiative, and uh, we'd like to be involved in that and uh, and open our doors to consumers. Yeah. Well, people love traveling, like you know, people love traveling for wine and visiting the the grapes and like all those things. And I think that you know, mimicking that or enhancing that actually um, is really where 
where a lot of growers uh, like you are going to be and really thrive. So I want to thank you for your time. Good luck with the upcoming season. Um, and, and we look forward to visiting you hopefully in person one day, uh, seeing, seeing, the, seeing the farm and seeing the, uh, the retail as it comes online. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you. We would welcome a visit from you. That would be great. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Teresa Robert of Marrowell. If you like this podcast, please rate us and review us. It helps support the work we do. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Mains.